Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the show. Go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about yourself and what you do. Hey, I'm Jasmine. I own Vegan Goddess Fitness. It is a fitness coaching program for women who are plant-based or going plant-based. I started doing this couple years ago now. Um, and it has been just like the most rewarding and fulfilling experience helping women specifically like gain control over their body. Because I feel like once you have control over yourself and how you feel, I feel like it translates into every area of your life. So it's been really amazing, like watching my clients grow and do cool shit and just become the women that they are now. I love that. I love that you're helping women. And I think that a lot of people in general kind of struggle with, you know, the things that are maybe outside of their control and trying to figure out what areas of their life they can have more of an influence in. And it sounds like you're kind of helping them to find themselves in that process, which is really cool. Oh, for sure. Yes. Because I feel like especially with women, I mean, I tend to work with women who are just super busy that have families that are running a business that are maybe um, like managing multiple employees. And I feel a common theme is we don't always put ourselves first. We're, I mean, I feel like women are naturally caretakers and we want to, you know, make sure everyone around us that we love and care about is good and taken care of. And then that usually puts us on the back burner. So I help women kind of pull themselves out of that back burner and put themselves like in the starring role again, you know? So it is, it's, I love it. Yeah. I think it's necessary to be able to give yourself you know, just as much of your energy and your, your investment as anywhere else in your life. You know what I mean? And so when you're able to do that, you actually find that you have an excess to serve other people, to help other people, to be there for your family and friends when you're taking care of yourself. Definitely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. So what led you to, you know, where you're at in your business and kind of your lifestyle at this point? Uh, Well, I feel like it, I started in the same place that many of my clients have started where I was just confused and not really happy with my body, my health, you know, just more personal stuff. And I found out that when it comes to being vegan and working on your fitness goals, it's not as straightforward as I expected. And I realized I wasn't the only one that felt this way. So it kind of just happened by chance. Like I I made my own transformation And I would just offer advice like on Instagram and stuff because it was something I was interested in and I didn't realize how many people needed this too. So I ended up uh, just kind of helping people one-on-one here and there that I know and, you know, like family and friends. And it just like ended up taking off. And I, I came from like a real estate background. So I was trying to juggle doing both until I realized like, okay, Real estate is for me. I really love doing real estate, but yet with health and fitness and like coaching people, it's not only for me, it's like really benefiting others as well. So I kind of started just going in that direction. 
And then, um, yeah, it's been now, it's been probably, it's been a few years now. Like Vegan Goddess was created a couple years ago, but I've been doing this for probably like three, four years now. Um, kind of like on the behind the scenes. So yeah, just, I feel like I was led here due to how passionate I was during my own fitness journey about it. And it's just always felt good to, to help people in this way. That's great. I think that a lot of people struggle with actually, you know, finding work or finding a career that fits their lifestyle and that's fulfilling and where they, they feel kind of uh, energized by the work that they do as opposed to feeling drained. And it sounds like you're kind of in your sweet spot at this point, you know, working with your clients and helping them to, you know, make progress and see um, how capable, how capable, sorry, they are of, of doing, you know, these things for themselves. Yeah, totally. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I did have to go through some mindset work in order to get here because I don't know, part of me was like, I want to make a business out of something that I really love. I kind of wanted to just keep it to myself for myself. And I didn't want to like taint it by putting obligation around it and, you know, putting like money to it. Like I wanted to be a free coach for everybody. <laughs> and I tell this story, like to some of my clients where I used to be the free coach, like, Oh no, no, I don't want anyone to have to pay for this help. And like, I really struggled with accepting money for helping people, which if you're like a small business owner listening to this, you might know what I'm talking about where you're like, should, like, is it really okay to love what I do so much, but then also like have a fee for it? Like I had to go through mental adjustment because yeah, I just, I, something about accepting money for doing good felt weird to me. And that's definitely like a money mindset issue that I had to face. I love that you're actually speaking to me because, you know, there's certain things that I would do for free. Like I would just, because I enjoy it and because I feel like it's valuable for people and that anyone should have access to it. But then the other side of me kind of kicks in and, you know, there's research around how if people are invested, then they're invested. You know what I mean? So when someone pays, oh, for sure. then they're more likely to actually, um, place a higher value on that thing. And so when someone is investing, they're investing for themselves by kind of committing with putting their money where their mouth is pretty much. So it's, I can feel you on that kind of being um, someone who cares about people obviously and wants them to be and do well. As a therapist, it's so hard to like, you know, make sure that clients like stick to what they're supposed to do or to, to charge. Um, but it's knowing that when they invest they're making a statement to themselves and to the process that they're going to do what they said they're going to do, that they're going to be committed and consistent. So I'm with you on that. I think every small business owner has to go through this personal development phase as a part of the process of being successful, you know? Definitely. Yeah. I, the, the transformations that I see now in my programs versus when I was handing out like the free info and wanting to be the free coach, it's night and day because you can tell that people, well, people obviously value their own money. So they're not going to put their money towards something or they're less likely to put their money towards something and not show up for themselves. Whereas before there, there was no skin in the game. Really, they weren't losing anything by not putting in the work. So I, I definitely agree with that big time. On a side note, I would love to ask kind of like you said that you had to do some, you know, some personal work, what other kind of personal development stuff has helped you to kind of get to the place that you're at now? You know, I'm, I realize that success in anything is a thousand percent related to how you feel 
about yourself and what you think about yourself. Because when it comes to like, even, even if we're talking about health and fitness, majority of the women I work with, it's not like they don't know, like, hey, I should eat healthier. Hey, I should move my body. I should do this consistently and I will feel good. Like, you know all that. And same thing with, with business or with any goal. Typically, we have a pretty good idea of what we should be doing. And for some reason, we get in our own way for a, a million different reasons. So I don't want to use like self-sabotage as I feel like it's a really strong word. I don't think that we're trying to sabotage ourselves. I think that we just, in many instances, we don't really believe that we can get there. So like subconsciously, if we don't believe that, then we're not going to, we're going to show up in a certain way that further perpetuates that belief. So starting in business, a lot of people have that like imposter syndrome where like, oh, am I really, you know, the expert at this? Do I really know what I'm talking about? Can I deliver the results? Why wouldn't people want to hire somebody else or in fitness? Like, do I really think I can prioritize myself this way and go through lifting weights? I've never been able to do that before. What makes me think I can do it now? We have like so many limiting beliefs and that basically controls outcome. So I feel like with success in general and anything, it really has to be a shift in what you believe about yourself and your own capability and like taking it a step at a time. Because with any goal, if we only look at what we want to achieve, like on the other end of things, it can seem overwhelming and put us in like a state of paralysis. But if you're like, what can I do today that's going to move me closer to this grand goal, then all of a sudden it seems a lot more attainable and achievable. And we have a belief that we can do that. That is amazing. That's just, I think, what everyone needs to hear right now, honestly, Um, because I think that it requires that we go within to an extent. And I think maybe on some level, people are either either scared of of sitting with themselves and really analyzing what their beliefs are about themselves and and all the things that we are you know say or think about ourselves that maybe are not the nicest that we would never say or think about anyone else I think because Mm -hmm. we're our own worst critics and so that's a great segue um to asking about you know what the greatest lessons have been for you in this process of owning a business, but owning a business is also about you. So um, I don't know if the lesson that you have learned is personal or more business related, but so far, what have been the more standout um, things that you can think of? Yeah, I would say the biggest lesson that I've learned is to take personal responsibility for everything that is going on in my life. And things that not feel we contributed to or were like our quote unquote our fault. I feel like if you come from a place of taking responsibility for it, you have a much better chance of changing it, you know? And I think that's something that I had to learn the hard way because I would say things like, oh, you know, people aren't ready for a coach or like, I'm just not ready to do this. Or I would, you know, blame it on other things. Or maybe, oh, I just don't know this bit of information yet. I have to learn that. Like, I don't know, I, I never, I would kind of dodge taking responsibility and ownership for whatever it was. I feel like a lot of us like kind of fall into that habit where if we have to take responsibility, we kind of have to own whatever it is that is going on. And if we're not really happy with our present situation, whatever it is, it's not always fun to have to own it. It's easier to say, oh, it's because of the economy. It's because of my boss. It's because of my partner. Well, it's because I had kids. And it's easy to do that because then we don't have to look inward. It's hard to take it, take responsibility for this stuff that we don't want. 
And that was a lesson that I learned just having to take like personal responsibility for everything that occurs in my life. I know it's not like so much fitness related. It's more like business related, but then also like when it, a lesson that I've learned when it comes to like running a business with fitness specifically is you can't want anything for somebody else. So like I learned that I can only want what you want and I can't ever like, it it goes back to taking that personal responsibility, me learning that about myself. I also have to learn that as a coach It's like, I can't want this goal for you and make you want it too. Like you have to want it bad for yourself and I can be here to support you and cheer you on throughout the, the, the process. I feel like we all have to take personal responsibility for where we are and what we want and empower ourselves to get there. Girl, you are schooling us today. I need to get my notes. <laughs> Everyone listening needs to get their notepads out because <laughs> we, are, we are learning some significant stuff today. I love that you mentioned personal responsibility because I think that that is the number one thing that can really shift someone's entire life. And you're talking about in terms of business, you know, but in terms of your health, you have to take personal responsibility in your relationships, in your career. Um, Taking responsibility puts you in a position to be able to do something. When we don't take responsibility, we're by default saying that we're the victim and placing the blame outside of ourselves, which also places the power to do anything outside of ourselves. And there's a book, um, what's it called? I Think I Smell Garlic, A Recipe for Life. And it talks about like a victim, like the victim stance versus, you know, like a victor stance. And so when we take responsibility, it doesn't mean that we're saying that something is necessarily like our fault because it can get a little bit sticky in certain situations, but we're just saying like, what is it that you have control over to influence and to change and to play with to see what happens and when you are able to have that shift in your mind then you're breaking down so many barriers that get in your way you know both personally and professionally so i think that that's really significant that you mentioned it and that it's been something that's been pivotal for you Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely i completely agree with that and i feel like uh being a in a victim stance for many people it's comforting you know, because we can, I guess it's all, I guess it's hard to explain now that I'm trying to explain it. <laughs> we can like live in this place and, and can, for many people, it really comforts them in a certain way. Like knowing that actually maybe it's a loaded conversation. Never mind. Maybe we'll go to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> it can get deep. It gets really deep, you know? Um, but it's, it's, that's, that could be like a whole nother podcast episode, literally just about, For sure. <laughs> about taking responsibility and what that actually looks like. Woo, boy. Um, this turned out to be good, but I wanted to ask, uh, what brings you the most joy in your life or in your business at this point? Because one of the things that I see, I, all the questions that I ask kind of come from seeing where there's a deficit or um, a concern among family, friends, clients alike. And I feel like people are either lacking joy in their day-to-day life or searching for, for ways to live a more fulfilling lifestyle. So what has been that for you? What helps you to kind of remember what joy feels like? Joy to me is helping people become self-sufficient. So as much as I love being there with my clients and, and them 
you know, reaching milestones because of what I was able to teach them. I'm more joyful when they were able to overcome something on their own. So like, hey, based off of these tools that you gave me, I was able to do X, Y, and Z, but not necessarily like because of me or with me, but more using the tools because that's what I want. Like the goal is never to have somebody need you. Mm-hmm. You want them to receive the, the tools and gain the confidence so that way they can go and like use that in their lives. So when they say, Hey, I did this and I accomplished this goal and I exceeded this goal, like it's just so fulfilling to me because it's like, Hey, you're, you're learning a skill that you can use for the rest of your life. And that makes me so happy and excited for them. So interestingly, I feel like my joy comes from seeing other people succeed at things. And I notice that in my personal life as well. Like if I can help someone learn something or do something maybe even a little bit better, maybe see themselves in a different way that is more empowering to them. Um, I feel like that brings me joy. And I'm a Leo. I don't know if you're like really into astrology, but Leos, like they love to gas up their loved ones. They're always like, you're so great. You're so amazing. Like they just love to hype up their loved ones. And I feel like that's consistent with me. I love doing that. And I love to see people like succeed and just become better as a result, I guess. Girl, I'm talking to you and I'm remembering why I love you so much. I see all your stuff on social media, but it's just like always constant confirmation. I'm like, yes, yes. Yeah. That thing. Because, you know, as a clinician, one of what I tell clients is my goal is to put myself out of work. They come in, we work on some tools, we play around, we tweak some things, they experiment, they come back. But at some point, the goal is for them to be self-sufficient, for them to be able to kind of take this process and run with it and be able to generate on their own the ability to figure these things out. You know what I mean? And so um, mm-hmm. I love that you mentioned that it's not about being having people be reliant on you because that's almost from like a scarcity mindset. Like these people need to rely on me for me to be able to keep my business running and whatever. No, there's always going to be an abundance of people for you to help, you know, as opposed to, as opposed mm-hmm. to I feel like a lot of people struggle with um, lack, um, and um, which then kind of keeps you in a cycle of generating that thing, right? Like you said, your belief is what absolutely experience. So if you are operating under the belief of lack and, and scarcity without knowing it or while you know it, then that's what you're going to generate. If you operate from a place of abundance and, you know, an overflow of whatever it is, then you, that's what you're going to experience and generate. So, I love it. Everything you're saying is like constant confirmation. (laughs) So have you ever felt stuck or lost or defeated? um, And how did you handle that? Oh my goodness. Absolutely. I I feel like, uh, especially since my fitness coaching business is, it's relatively new. I would say it's still pretty new. Um, I feel like running a business is like a personal development course because it shows you, you, and it, yeah, I feel like uh, in the, in the previous few years, I just had to learn so much about the things that were holding me back and, uh, and really work on them. So I would say, yeah, I really, I, I had to go through a lot of that work, like what I was mentioning a bit ago. Um, in the beginning of my business, I was in that disempowered state where I felt like, oh, it's 
it's everybody else. It's not me or it's this circumstance or it's this. And it's because I don't have that, that that person has. And I definitely was like very stuck and lost um, in that regard because realized that in order to move past this, this wall, like the things I thought about myself had to change because really none of those things were true. But, um, you know, it, it took learning that the hard way and seeing like maybe dry months in my business and not really sure why, like, why was that happening? Like I had the tools, why don't people want this or why won't they want to invest in and really it had nothing to do with anybody else or, or anything that I was thinking. So I felt, I feel like, yeah, in that case, I did feel stuck and lost. And the way that I had to handle it was really just like face all of the things that I didn't want to believe were true about me. Um, and it did take a lot of work and reflection. Um, so yeah, I would say, and I, I think a lot of people really face that, especially like around their mid to late twenties, feel like that's like, those are our years where we're really discovering who we are aside from, you know, like the things our parents taught us because we're, we're doing our thing. Like we're, whether we're in our career or in our business or, or whatever it is, like we're actually getting involved in like real relationships where we're for, for, forced, excuse me, where we're forced to grow and forced to face the things that are not working for us. So I feel like, yeah, just this last like three years or so, I went through a lot of like winning and feeling stuck and feeling like I'm losing and feeling like the best I've ever felt and the worst I've ever felt, like all in combination. Yeah, it's a little bit of a, a roller coaster, a roller coaster ride going through all of that. But um, as you continue to push through and kind of realize new layers of who you are and um, like new heights of your own potential, that that process kind of feeds itself. Because I imagine that people, I don't know if you ever get this, but I imagine people look at you or they see, you know, what you're doing and they're like, wow, that's amazing. Like you're amazing for being able to do that. And they, and it's difficult to connect where you're at to the struggle of the actual process. I don't know if that even makes sense, but. Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Because, uh, well, a lot of people who are in my same field are getting into it will be like, wow, it's so cool that you've been able to do that. And I'm like, I had to fight tooth and nail to get where I am. Like, it's not like, oh yeah, you know, I just landed on the thing and it ended up working out really well. Like they see the way that it's working out really well now. Like right now I have over 40 women that I coach one-on-one. -on -one. And a couple of years ago, I would have been like, wow, how does someone do that? Like, that's so amazing. And that's so cool. And realizing like all the amount of of work and intention that it took to get there it's like crazy it's crazy but yeah some people will reach out like hey I see you have a you know you coach and I want to get into it like how did you do it and I'm like oh my gosh I could write an entire book series telling <laughs> you how this all came into fruition it's not just something I can tell you in messenger right it's not you can't just you know one quick little message like here this is the shortcut to that thing when really maybe in life there are no shortcuts and everyone's got to do um the work there's accelerated tracks but you still have to do the work regardless mm -hmm. big time so what keeps you going what what fills your cup I could guess but um what helps you to kind of continue when you're in those places of feeling, you know, really down or really tired? Maybe, maybe things are, I think the other side of being successful is that you begin to be successful and you're like, whoa, this takes a lot of upkeep, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I see what keeps me going is just reminding myself that I'm not racing anyone. 
you know, I, I felt like, and I think this is a millennial thing, but we always want to find like the fastest possible way to get where we want to go. And because of that, we, we may get into some situations where we're trying so hard to shortcut things. And then we end up putting ourselves like way back because now we have to start from the starting point again. And, you know, just because we're trying to find all the quickest ways to do things. So like I, I've gone through those phases myself and I feel like what brings me a lot of comfort and also like motivates me is remembering like, hey, today's just today. Like just focus on what you can do today. Enjoy your life in the process. Like don't overwork yourself to death to the point where you can't even enjoy what you're doing. Like joy is today. It's not in what you're going to achieve next year or like when I hit this many clients or when this client hits their, their weight loss goal or their weight gain goal. Like the joy is in what we're doing right now today. And if we're not enjoying what we're doing today, like we're not winning. So I try to just really bring myself back to that and not waiting until something else happens to be happy or to feel fulfilled. So, and it, it also brings me like immense comfort. It's like, Hey, look, we're not racing. You know, we're going to get there period because we're putting in the work every day. Like one of my friends posted a quote that said Rome wasn't built in a day, but bricks were laid daily. So that brings me like a lot of comfort and keeps me going. It's like, Hey, just lay some bricks today and everything will be all right. That is a great place to kind of segue to our wrap up where we can find you and this daily motivation. Cause I know you'd be posting daily. You'd be laying bricks every day. So <laughs> where can we find you? Where are you most active um, so that we can support you and also learn about all the cool stuff you're doing? I am most active on Instagram. Um, I am at Jazzy Vegan Cakes. Um, I post stuff there all the time. Like everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're writing like novels on all of your posts. So I post a lot there. I really like speak from the heart and give, I try to give my best advice. Um, so yeah, we're doing fun stuff, like especially with this quarantine, depending on when you're listening to this, um, doing tons of workout videos that you can do from home or just easy stuff you can do in a gym if you're, if you are like easing your way in, obviously right now gyms are closed, but I try to like just give all the answers I have on my social media. So if anyone is like trying to be their best self in their, in the fitness side of things, definitely follow me there because you'll get a lot from that. I'll make sure to include that in the show notes. And I really appreciate you for taking some time to chat with us and share some gems with us. If mm, whoever's listening, you might need to listen to the episode again, because I might need to listen to it again with, with some of the things that you were mentioning there. And sometimes it's <laughs> new stuff. It's just about hearing things that you know to be true again, and just having that constant reminder. Um, so I appreciate you for taking the time to chat with us and share what you've got going on and, and how you kind of approach things. Yeah, of course. I'm so happy to be here and do this with you. So yeah, thank you for having me. All right. We'll talk to you next time, Gems. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. 
You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.